We're back. <laughs> I'm Zed. And I'm Grace. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Woo! Uh, we hope you enjoyed your break. I am pretty sure that I did. I don't. I enjoyed some of it. I enjoyed most of it. Okay. <laughs> I slept, but I also got sick for like a whole week. That's not good. <laughs> the sleeping was a oh, re- related the, to the sickness. Oh, I got my booster shot. Yeah, okay. I was like I was I was like absolutely tanked after that booster shot. I thought so. you were gonna tell me that you got sick after I was like, how did you get sick after that? Yeah, no, I, okay, I didn't I was, do much after that I because I was, I was dead. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Anyways. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, we are still in the middle of season two. Yes, we but are. we we took a pause on the Christmas episode because it lined up so well with actual Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um so now we are on what? 16? No. 11. 11. I knew there was a one in there. Sure. I'm impressed with me. <laughs> so uh, it's the one about Mira. There's something about Mira. The one about Mira. All right. Uh, so facts. All right. So this episode aired on January 11th, 2008. Which is the day we're recording it, but like two decades later. Sure. Yeah. So 14 We're, we're recording this on January 11th. You guys are listening to it later. Yeah. But uh, conveniently enough, happy anniversary episode. Yeah. Spoiler alert, we record on Tuesdays. I I don't know how that would affect anyone <laughs> on the podcast, but I would love to see how it would. Mm-hmm. Is that like everyone spams us with messages on Tuesdays only? Tuesdays only. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. We only exist on Tuesdays. After- Sometimes I feel like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it came okay. out today, but yes. ages ago. Ages ago. And it was written by Josh Bicell and Daniel Schaff. And it was directed by... Joanna Kern, which I think is our third female director. Hooray! Congratulations. Yeah. And it has everybody's back, which is fan freaking tastic. <laughs> and we had um we had a couple interesting guest stars, but we had Carrie Washington as Mira, Telma Hopkins as Phyllis, Oba Baba Tunde as David, Dylan Neal as Jan, and then Roger Haskett as Mace Roden. I, I love how almost none of them get last names, but Mace does. <laughs> Jan England? Yeah, it's England with an A. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't care. Yeah. Jan Brady, whatever. Yeah. Jan Brady. Jan is Ian. His name is Ian. It's not even his real name. That too. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. There's... I mean, there's a lot of people in this episode, actually. Like, it was a, a pretty, like... I mean, they didn't just keep pulling people out of the woodwork, but it kind of felt like it at a certain point. Yeah. So I feel like they had taken a break from filming or writing or something, and I really somebody was did. like, it's a celebration, let's bring everyone. They took a break after the Christmas episode. They took, like, a whole month mm, off. Okay, so yeah, this must have been some sort of, like, everybody should be on set again, this will be awesome, sort of, like, weird pull. I, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Because uh, it's a lot of people. It's an episode, yeah. It certainly is. <laughs> I feel like we say that a lot. Yeah. They are all certainly but, episodes. Yeah, there are tons of, like, references in this episode. One of my personal favorites. Mira has these ex-boyfriends, and they all have, like, nicknames and stuff. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Are they all named after the writers? Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> Because as soon as you started being like Andy and then other Andy, I was like, 
At least one of those is just Andy okay, Berman. Okay, which, which one is Andy Berman? I am not going to project sexuality on anyone I don't know, so I have no idea if he is gay or straight Andy. According to IMDb, gay Andy references Andy Berman. Oh, hell yeah. And then Welcome um, to the family, Andy yeah. Berman. <laughs> and then Guru Anupam is Anupam Nigam. So. Yeah, I, I was like, I know that last name. Why do I know that last name? That's a weirdly specific pull for yeah, a last it name. Is. Okay, yeah, it is the writers. Yeah. And um, when Jan is murdered, that hotel room is the same hotel room as the um wedding episode. Oh, yeah, no, I recognize that. Oh, good. I didn't recognize it. So I barely pay attention to anything, but one of the no. things that I recognize because, and this is this is my secret shame, it is not a secret, and it's barely a shame, Uh, I recognize hotel rooms. <laughs> Uh, mostly because in Supernatural, they just redress different, like, they had three set hotel rooms, uh-huh. and then they would redress it with different, like, 1970s decor, and so I prided myself in being able to be like, that's that one, or that's the other one. It's a, it's unfortunate. They had this one that always had this decorative wall as you walked in. It was, like, a see-through wall, and they would change out the shapes. Anyway, um, there it was in, like, six different episodes. And Okay. <laughs> I'm giving this look. I never noticed that. Hotel rooms are a passion of mine. <laughs> if you follow me on Instagram. Hotel um, rooms are a passion of mine. Look, uh, if you follow me on Instagram, at one point, I went to Miami Art Basel. And uh, we went to this satellite show called Satellite Art Show. It's like a, a show that revolves, it follows around the bigger show. So it is a satellite show, but it was called the Satellite Show. And they took over a hotel and every artist got a hotel room and the like attached bathroom to fill with their art and do with what they want. Most of them, most of them seemed to have not realized when they arrived that the bathroom was a part of their setup. And so all of them kind of like low key went, Oh, I can just do what I want to this bathroom. Huh? I have a series of photos on my Instagram of just art installations made out of this one hotel's bathrooms. They are fantastic. It is so weird. Bathrooms and hotel rooms are my passion. Um, <laughs> we have found anything. that is a you're giving me a look. Fun fact. Uh huh. I'm always giving you a look. That's true. I always feel a little judged. It's fine. I always feel a little judged by you. <laughs> it's our uh, it's our dynamic. It is our dynamic. Judged, judged back. Dynamic. Yeah. yeah. And um, they make a reference to. Ghostbusters at like the very very end. Is, is it a reference or is it just a coincidence? No, because sometimes. No, no, no. It is. It is a reference. Apparently, I'm... I want to believe you, but also sometimes you're like, this was supposed to be a reference, and I'll be like, that's just how people talk. Look, <laughs> I've never seen Ghostbusters. I know, I know, I know, <sighs> I know. You have a mug somewhere in this. It's like behind us right now. Yeah, like the it's... Ghostbusters mug is behind us right now. Yeah, I... yeah. Yeah, whatever. Right there. <laughs> okay, good. So apparently, at the very end, when Mira is trying to get them to go rock climbing, he's like, "Oh no, sorry, Chief just called. There's a case about a ghost in a ballroom." Oh That's yeah, apparently... no, that was definitely a, like a he was referencing something, and I was like, "I should know what he's referencing." Okay, okay. So uh, I did not recognize exactly what he was referencing. I recognized that it was a reference, mm-hmm. which happened about three times this episode, yes. where I was like, "Okay, that's obviously a reference. I don't know what for, but it is mm-hmm. something." And there's another reference. Uh-huh. I think this one's a stretch. But when he's wrapping up, he's making up the fake story of Gus saving the day. Mm-hmm. And the, it's supposedly like a reference to the movie Clue. Where at the very end, Wadsworth is like summing it all up. And this happened in this like, 
I I feel like that just happens in most detective-y type things. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's a stretch of a reference. Yeah, I think so too. Like, you could call it a reference, but you would be stretching. Yeah. So, mm, alright, IMDb, sure. So that that exhausts IMDb. It was <laughs> Those are the helpful. things about Mira. <laughs> Those are the things about Mira. Oh, by the way, did you guess that there's something about Mira is a reference to a movie? Well, yeah. I know. <laughs> that one I know. There's a whole section on IMDb that's called Connections. And they're like, oh, this reference is a reference to this. This, this, like... Sometimes, sometimes I just go onto random IMDb pages <laughs> to laugh at how much people care oh my gosh, about they care uh, so much minutia that I cannot muster oh. the energy to even vaguely care about. Like, I, it's not necessarily that I'm laughing at them, even though I definitely am. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is mostly that I'm laughing at the fact that this situation has the possibility of existing. Uh, fascinating. Just mm. yeah, and there's goofs that I was just thumbing through, and it's like in this shot, the wine glass is half empty, but in this shot, it's full, and this over here, and this, and this, it's because everyone's an alcoholic and you're at a winery. Exactly. Speaking of which, Mira's mom. All right. Yikes. So okay, yikes. I'm watching that scene, and she pours like that thing into her glass, and I go. Okay, so that's either port or sherry, because that's not wine wine. And she goes, that's a sherry. And I'm like, mm, oh no, I'm a grown-up. I could recognize not wine, but probably port or sherry on, uh-huh. on site. Oh no. <laughs> Sean's face, when he drinks it, it just reminds Sean's me. Sean's face absolutely is me whenever I try new alcohol. Mm-hmm. Where okay. someone's like, here, have a tequila shot. And I'm like, no, my tongue is crying. Right, so <laughs> over the holidays, I visited family and stuff and mm-hmm. my aunt and uncle gifted my grandma a box of C's candy. I love like C's gold. candy. Oh my god. We're on the East Coast, which means that is like it is currency. It is currency. Because they don't have C's candy on the no, East Coast. And it's so good. <sighs> I didn't eat quite enough of it because they had I just didn't get Did you get what's your favorite? On the assorted chocolate box, what is your favorite one? See, they don't have they don't have little labels, but I like no, but like the shape and the color and the what's inside of it. What is your favorite? Okay, I like the little clusters. Those oh, are, okay, those are good. But the little I, nut clusters. Yeah, those are those are bad. Ew. But okay, <laughs> no, people hate them. Uh huh. Because they're nuts. I <laughs> like the ones that look like the um, chocolate covered cherries, but they have like that um, not nougat, but it's like mm, yeah, the like fluffy, fluffy fudge. I like that stuff. I like any of it because, like, there's no table of contents. You just There pick... is, but it's not in the biggest assorted box. In the biggest assorted box, mm-hmm. they assume that you know what you're going for. Uh, it's have, in, the, like, yeah. the single samplers that have, like, six of them. Mm-hmm. Those have labels on them. Or at least they used to. Okay. Um, my favorites are the ones that are covered in the little chocolate sprinkles. Ooh. That have the, like, the chocolate inside of them. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. uh, it's got, like, the faintest hint of, like, some sort of toffee as well. Interesting fascinating um anyway seize candy now i really want chocolate oh my gosh me too but no mm-hmm. but basically it's always been like almost the exact same box and you just pick one and you eat it you don't know what it is correct but, but it's good it's the magical mystery tour of chocolate <laughs> but so she got a box of chocolate and then she also got this like giant bottle of sparkling wine it's not champagne because it's not from yeah champ- yeah whatever yeah and it's like 
it, lemon cello sparkling wine so she put it out at this um family dinner like she brought so many so many people over everybody's vaccinated but it's like so many people after being like not seeing anybody for forever it's like whoa this is a lot of people that's valid and so <laughs> i tried some of it because i was like oh this looks interesting did your I, mouth just like die a little? i was like this is like this is, like I, I had a sip see i like sparkling wine and i like limoncello so that actually sounds awesome i but... had a sip and i was like oh god have you this had is awful what was the thing that i had at that party what party? I think it was just tequila. Have you had tequila? No. Like without like margarita mix in it. No. It does taste like burning plastic. It, but it was like. It tastes like burning plastic. I <laughs> I can relate to Sean because I like took this. It was like, this is horrible. Oh yeah. No. And, and then like, my like chest face, was like I have burning. Experienced that. My, my chest was like burning. I was like. Sean then, Spencer has never been more relatable except for when he's being flagrantly bisexual. I was like, <laughs> uh, oh no. How much alcohol? It was awful. But. I will stick to my trashy white claws. Thank you very much. I feel like these are the exact words Sean was thinking in that scene. Because, I will stick to my like, trashy white claws. Thank you very much. Like, I I just need the 3.5% alcohol and I'm good. God, I, white claws are so gross. Those ones <laughs> taste like farts. I love them. I hate sparkling water. It just tastes like farts. Whether it's alcohol or oh not, it is just farts in I, a can. So I don't really drink. But, um, Every so often, I get together with one of my friends, and she's a lot smaller than I am. So, like, I basically, like, I'll just drink, like, whatever she's having, and it's always a white claw, pretty much. But so we'll, like, have our, like, singular drink. So we're, like, slightly toasted. And we just watch Phineas and Ferb, and it I, is the best time of my life. This is a single white claw, and you call that slightly toasted. Oh, exactly, my God, Grace, exactly. Wait, wait, okay. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Uh, are there any more facts? No. Or trivia? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. I was not looking for the pineapple and I have not looked it up. <laughs> what about you? When Sean's on the golf course and he has the pink polo shirt, there's a little tiny pineapple on the polo Bless. shirt. Bless. Yep. All right. So I didn't even have to Google that. Thank you. No. Costuming department. <laughs> uh <laughs> All right, so the ranking. Um, you didn't do the sheet. Did I you? did not do the sheet because I barely had enough spoons today to do the things that I needed to do, some of which I didn't actually do, let alone watch this episode for this podcast. The fact that I watched it at all is a minor miracle. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of me too because honestly, I was like an inch away from calling you and being like, no, not today, not today. I woke up at five and then I didn't stop doing things until now. Here I am. That's 13 and a half hours. Correct. I'm tired. Oh, no. I would like to not be doing things. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I didn't do the sheet, but uh, I will put this in there. Um, points for dead body. Mm -hmm. Points for mentioning something Sean did as a job. He spent a, a season with a dance company. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. I'll just like possibly honorable mention. Uh, it's not a catchphrase that's on there, but I think it's the first recorded instance of anyone using bet as slang for yeah. Okay. Because I've never heard anyone this far back in time use it correctly. Uh, in Scary Sherry. Did he use, use it? Yeah. Okay. Because like, frankly, I was like, that is surprisingly modern slang. Um, minus points for using gay derogatorily. 
Um, uh, I didn't. I didn't count it. There was a Caddyshack reference that I would have counted as like a half point for racism <laughs> because Caddyshack is atrocious, and uh, it was a moderately like it, it was funny because he used it in a way that is funny. Yeah. But also, it's a moderately like a joke that is not. Mm, polite it was the uh don't tell them you're jewish joke that sean made to us which funny because i think the presumption there is that he thinks black people can't be jewish but black people can be jewish man uh yes i i think the joke is he's obviously not jewish because he just celebrated christmas with him yeah but like nobody who's a racist would know that i know and like honestly it's a whole thing anyway so it would have gotten negative points for that it definitely got negative points for the uh the gay thing uh i thought it was funny it was a little funny it can be a little funny sometimes like somebody is also not cool i didn't count up if i would have knocked up any points it would have gotten an even lower score Uh Uh (laughs) uh-huh sometimes things that are okay score low Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> like the fair. the point total i'm gonna I'm remind everyone for our listeners who uh maybe are coming in after our big break mm. uh the point total is not a ranking of its value as an episode it's the psyche is psych episode when we're done with this the ones that are the top five places are the five that in chronological order not necessarily in ranking order i would show someone to introduce them to the concepts of this show Mm-hmm. So by the time we get done with this, we will not have a best of list. We will have a psyche a psych list. It's not mm, an insult to the episode if it loses points for being a butthead. Uh, it's just what it is. Anyway, um, yeah, so those are the things I would have taken points away from. Okay. Well, I didn't take away any points. <laughs> okay. Because I'm more sensitive, apparently. <laughs> okay, like what homophobic things do you take points off for? Do you need me to pull it up? Yeah, pull all it right, up. All pull right, it up. I'll pull it up. Pull up the receipts. Uh, receipts. This, where he says that he's been whipped. Oh, this. Okay, 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 okay. This is my this is my issue. Don't call a man gay for being head over heels for a woman. <laughs> I'm gonna put that out there. All right, okay. It's the opposite of that. Okay. Excessively hetero. How about that? <laughs> Okay. So I'm not wrong. <laughs> Alright. Doesn't offend me because this show came I out I think that we should use it as a, like something negative. Especially not incorrectly like that. Sean, you bisexual disaster. <laughs> <sighs> Alright. Well, this is my ranking sheet that I did myself. So I will give this a 49. <laughs> okay, a 49? 49. Yeah, that sounds about right. 49. Frankly, I yeah, that, that sounds about right where this should have landed. Yes, because I probably missed a couple things, so. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, there was a dead body. Uh, As per always, I'm excited if we find an episode that has no dead body, which so far there have been, I think, two. Like, two whole episodes that don't have a dead body. Yeah. Inexplicably. Some... This is not CSI. I'm Sometimes... very confused. Sometimes they have, like, really dead bodies. Yeah. And they, like, spend time on it. And then sometimes it's just, that actor is clearly just on an ottoman. (laughs) On an ottoman. (laughs) For, like, 45 minutes while they film this scene, and then he gets to go home. Like, he was, like, not dead, dead. He wasn't covered in blood. He wasn't bruised. He was just laying on an ottoman, which is very funny. Uh, Oh, my God. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, I care a lot about specifically the episodes where there's not a dead body. Okay. 
I can't tell you a single episode where there isn't a dead body. There are about two of them, and they were pretty early on when All I right. think they were kind of experimenting with the format. I just meant, like, from now on, I can't think of... Oh, that's fair. I, I doubt there will be very many of them. I'm guessing, at most, one per season. Maybe. Because if, if it's really working for them that much, they're going to throw it in there. Yeah, I just... Also, it's kind of just lazy writing, so if you need something to happen... Oh, it's dead now! Well, I mean, they, they, like, mostly solve murders. Some, yeah, but they can do other they, things. Sometimes they solve oh, other crimes. Look, no. Okay, every time they've been pulled in for like, my place was robbed. Inexplicably, now there's a dead body yes, involved. Yes, no. I need that to stop. It will not stop. <laughs> Just because there's a robbery doesn't mean there's a murder every time. There are plenty of robberies in real life without murders involved. I know, I know. Whatever. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of raspberry noises. <laughs> Obviously. So many anyway. raspberry noises. How'd you feel about this episode? I like, not like your it. final thought, but, like, yeah. like... I like it. Okay, you like it? I like it. it. I like okay. it. Okay. Did you have anything that, like, popped out at you? Because, like, that, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, okay. what is your soapbox for this episode? There was this... Because I have several. I, I have several. <laughs> Yay! But there's this one thing that popped out to me. As soon as I saw it, I was like, I cannot wait to tell Zed about this. Excellent. There golfing and they have these ridiculous outfits on uh-huh. and sean uh-huh <laughs> yeah gus has a great orange okay. shirt that i actually gus like, looks noticed. great gus, gus looks, looks great no matter what wonderful. he's wearing he wears hot he's, pink in this episode it's like a hot pink orange kind of thing he well looks, he wears bright orange when he's golfing and he wears a hot pink striped shirt when he's talking he looks with good. you later he looks, he looks good, good he looks in all good. these outfits he looks good yeah but sean mm-hmm. he has his polo shirt and then he has these pants and they're not shorts they're not capris but they're not pants do i need to pull up the receipts for this yes they're horrible they're all right oh okay they're like culottes <laughs> they're horrible they're like culottes no and then the socks the socks yeah oh cheap. no that's he has terrible. black socks and he has like these like brown golf shoes golf <sighs> yeah he's got brown golf shoes a white golf glove black socks charcoal gray like high water culottes and a pastel pink shirt because he's a fashion icon it's horrible it's atrocious it's well horrible. done Sean spencer this it's is so bad the only thing that would make this worse is that if he did his like typical sean spencer thing of wearing like six shirts at once okay which he didn't praise he, me yeah uh, <laughs> and then at the terrible. and then at the very beginning when they're at the um winery and he has that orange shirt he just has this yellow shirt on during the winery thing. He okay. and Gus are wearing like okay. the same thing when they're at the winery. Uh, let's right. see. I feel uh, like, okay, so he's wearing that shirt. Oh, this yeah. This whole sequence. And that's just a regular length short sleeve. Okay, I just remember hating it. That's fair. Well, now he's there's like a purple version of that shirt right there. He keeps changing his clothes. How many days does this take place yeah. over? Okay, now he's back in purple, though. Wait. Was that sequence supposed to take place later in the episode and it didn't? I don't know. Huh. I don't know. Okay. Analyzing uh, Sean's shirts to figure out the original intended order of the episode. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. <laughs> I. Yeah. No. It, his fashion choices in this are both inspired and uh, should be burned. Sometimes it's just like, oh, that's a shirt. And those are <laughs> that's those certainly... are jeans from the <laughs> middle to late aughts. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, hmm, that is certainly one way to cover your torso. But uh, why? Exactly why i've always liked this episode but there's just parts of it that are questionable mm-hmm. yeah um mira why is 
she the way she is. Oh, they don't do, really you, do you want me it. to get onto my... Uh, they don't really explain Okay, so it. first of all, she is the way she is because she obviously has some sort of genetic thing through her mom. Because her mom is the same, but she's self-medicating with alcohol yeah. instead of clozapam, uh, mm-hmm. which is for anxiety. Her mom is doing another downer, which is alcohol. So yeah. uh, this is genetic, uh, first of all. Okay. Second of all, I'm pretty sure her mom is cheating on her dad. Um, not just in the way oh, that she really? wanted to with Sean, but like the whole like white and hairy thing, which was bonkers first of all uh how can a wine be hairy i think it's like uh the it has legs sort of thing where like when you swirl it it has that like thing that it does along the side of the glass i think that's what they mean by hairy but i'm also not sure because it could just be a joke i don't drink wine also in what world is sean hairy she was obviously hitting on him and implying that he was both white and hairy that is like a hairless man he is an otter like Like, (laughs) yeah anyway yeah he um, is Anyway, um, okay, so uh, first of all, uh, she is the way she is because it's genetic. Mm-hmm. Second of all, she is the way she is because they wrote her to be girl Sean. Maybe. They wrote her to be girl Sean. She is the impulsive, crazy Sean girl mm-hmm. that Gus fell for as soon as Sean was out of his sight. Now, which is very funny. See, and so pointed, and here I am back on my Sean Gus soapbox. Hello, welcome to the evangelism. Could you <laughs> join me in my corner? The first time that you see her, she's they're at that. She looks like uh like a Tila Tequila, two thousand right. type of like. You're right. She... Only not terrible person. I mean, she could be a terrible person, but whatever, yes, whatever. Um, yeah, no, but, she no, looks she like she's like supposed the, to be one of those social media stars. She has the stars. gold bikini string thingy going uh-huh, on, yeah, that, and and those like stupid shorts everybody wore, hot pants, yes. But it's like, okay, so Gus, he, Gus has this sweater vest, mm-hmm. and he just like looks over, and there's a girl breathing fire, which is fun. That is like, I'll give him that. He has taste. He I don't know if taste. it's good or bad taste, but he has a taste. And she has the cute short she does have a bob in that and it is cute it's like a blonde bob but it's like lavender kind of yeah she she had some interesting fashion choices and frankly it suited her it did it did um yeah no but she was written to be like because when she's talking with sean every time she's talking with sean there's like this oh we're vibing oh i understand why you are the way you are oh you're gonna go make an impulsive decision of course you are i would she's, do exactly the same she's thing she's just like oh 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 oh. she's oh. chasing whatever is going to make her happiest in that direction right now and exactly. that is exactly what sean does that is like he left santa barbara in order to just do something else that is not there and get away from his daddy issues where she left and just keeps on leaving to get away from her daddy issues um yeah they are the same character but she has boobs i just thought that she was and breathes fire a little bit yeah that feels like something sean could learn how to do yeah they should be best friends if it's just there's there's also like plot holes that make no sense oh absolutely so it's like okay so the con is they're going to rob the winery Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but so they end up not robbing it during the wedding Mm -hmm. but Jan also bails on the wedding which is what he was supposed to do in the first place but nobody robbed it Mm -hmm. and then they rob it later Mm -hmm. but why do you have to marry somebody to rob them? So, okay. So from what I can tell, the whole conceit is supposed to be he wasn't going to marry her at first. He ended up liking her because he's a con mm-hmm. man and she's mm-hmm. like, just, 
she's all over the uh-huh. place and that feels like a match made in heaven uh-huh. and so the con man fell for his own con and that was supposed to be the romantic notion of it yeah and if he hadn't died that would have been a really cool way to tie up the episode that uh-huh. he ended up being like hey i actually do love you and then while he pretends to be done being a con man she just becomes a con woman with him that would have been even cooler because then they could have brought them back as a con couple later they could have it would have been way cooler. It, it just um it just okay, doesn't so make any sense. It doesn't because it doesn't. he they definitely during that point in time when they were like, you know, everyone is distracted with this wedding falling apart. Yes. It Mace at least could have broken in there and done something. But it was like supposedly during, That's not a two man job. What what Jan said, he said, Oh, I was supposed to con her into marrying me, but leave her at the altar, cause a huge distraction, whatever. But then he said that he was taking care of something during that whole time. So was he distracting Mace? Then he also said that he had a prior All relationship. Right. He so and Mace are he... sleeping together. Yeah. So it's like, um, buddy? Everyone in this episode gives off bye vibes. Buddy? I mean, everyone. Buddy. Every single person we encounter in this is giving off bye vibes. And I don't know if that's the writer's fault or... <laughs> like... Yeah. So it just doesn't make any no, sense. No, like, see, I kind of get what they were going for, but it almost feels like somebody rewrote, like, one line. Maybe. And then it got edited in such a way mm-hmm. that it just kind of threw things off just enough to be like, mm, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, how would they know when they're moving the shipment? Would Mira t- have told Jan, hey, my parents are moving their expensive wine collection? Like, is that a... I yeah I don't understand why their first assumption for the only reason he would close the winery for the day is if his daughter's getting married. Yes, because like yeah, but there surely there is another reason why he might like perhaps you set part of the winery on fire, or mm-hmm. you uh, bankrupt part of it and he's got to figure out what stock to sell, or or you something. could go undercover as the transport people, or. I thought, okay, so at first, this is what I thought they were going to try to pull because uh, Sean focused in on that guy cleaning the stones. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just going to be him that the entire time she was like projecting onto one of the groundskeeper guys that mm-hmm. she like was in love with. And she had conducted this entire like fake like whole thing in her head. And uh-huh. it would turn out the entire time that he's just someone who's worked for her parents for ages and ages. And Aww. they like, you know. Oh, no. know each other mm-hmm. but she's like projected this entire life onto mm-hmm. him which would be tragic but also could end in them soft getting together as like a actually like cute sort of thing interesting I, I don't know like I mean then I probably would have been kind of unhappy with them romanticizing mental illness but like yeah I feel like if with proper medication that could end up being like an okay relationship without the delusions she, um, she was a bit manic pixie in this episode she was just manic. Okay. That's okay. just the mania. Okay, okay. <laughs> like, it was the mania. It was the mania. Uh, it, it was the unmedicated, like, needs a downer for what she has going on. Yeah. Not taking it. Mania. Which I get. Totally get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, yeah, that's the mania. Okay. It's the mania. <laughs> anyway. It, it's just, there's so many things that don't make any sense. And then it's, they were dating for two weeks, and she says to marry him. But then they have to Photoshop these pictures. And where did they get all these outfits? It makes no sense. What, for them to take the pictures in? Yeah, they have all these different outfits. Were they all the different outfits? There were like three pictures. There were like five pictures, thank you very much. There was like summer pictures. Mm-hmm. There was like winter pictures. Mm-hmm. 
I'm pretty sure that between the two of us, we could take a year and a half's worth of photos with the clothes just on the ground in my room right now. True. Like, True. it is not that okay, hard okay. to mix and match craft. It was just, like, you're dating for two weeks, but you've been together for a very long time, but you haven't told your parents. But your parents see you all the time because you're at the vineyard all the time. Okay, whatever. Well, if he's European, then you can just be like, I'm out of town doing this thing. I'm with him. And then you're not. Or I was, you know, when I told you I was in Colorado, I was actually over in Stockholm. That's why I took my ski stuff. But also, I fell in love. You were actually in Colorado. I fell in love. (laughs) (laughs) I really uh, feel like this episode, okay, I really feel like this episode could have been redeemed mm -hmm. by ending in an actual love story. Like, I enjoyed this episode enough. Yeah. It was not bad. It was not unrepentantly bad. Mm-hmm. It was okay. Mm-hmm. But it would have been better if at the end there was, like, Something. a positive, uplifting ending of her getting a happy ending and Gus being cool with it because they're obviously in love. Instead of what happened, which is that, like... There's no resolution. There's no closure. No. There's no closure on this episode. It's like, oh, there was... Somebody stole a truck. Oh, there was a robbery but i did like how both the storylines kind of yeah, tied together is, in the end that, that was nice. cool that is nice. uh the jewels and lassiter subplot it was so stupid it's so weird it's so dumb I does mean, juliet speaking spanish ever come up again i don't think so okay it feels like something that should come up later and also all right this is a, a little like thing that <laughs> bothered me specifically <laughs> mm-hmm. first of all it's no hay problema uh mm-hmm. second okay. of all <laughs> Lassiter said that they don't have a very large Spanish-speaking population in Southern California? That was the funniest thing I'd ever heard in my life. Like, yeah, maybe not as densely Spanish-speaking as Miami, but, like, Santa Barbara? The name is Spanish. Every single city and, like, everything is Spanish. You're next to L.A. Everything is Spanish. Uh Uh-huh. You have fast food restaurants. And they serve authentic tacos. Like, yeah, because they're three hours from Mexico. This is like... Like, uh, yeah. No, so Lasseter saying that, that every like, single little alarm in my head went, no, no, no. But he like... <laughs> yeah. I, Keep your head out of your butt, Lasseter. So what? <laughs> the look that Jules gives him is just like, really? I feel like the look she gave him is exactly what I was thinking, which is, that's not true. <laughs> like... Like, I mean, there How are... How white can you get, Lassiter? Yeah. Come on, man. There are parts of, like, Southern California that are, like, tend to be more, like, Chinese, Korean, Japanese. Oh, yeah, definitely. Santa like, Barbara, I'm pretty sure. I will look up population demographics for Santa yeah. Barbara in 2006. I'm gonna do it right now. Okay, good. Live on the air, because, like... Why not? Ugh. Why not? Santa Barbara County is 46% Hispanic or Latino descent. <laughs> 46! 46! Lassiter! Ridiculous. I know. I know. I, anyway, so my uh, my little alarms went off as soon as he said that. And now that I have numbers to back it up, Census Bureau. Um, no. <laughs> That's just like reported people yeah oh yeah no it's socal so there's a lot of people who did not fill out the census and that's super chill of them because yeah Uh, yeah like you could have people who are just undocumented just 
people hanging out, whatever. Yeah. Or people who don't want to admit that they are because they're white passing enough and they don't want to like flag themselves as that. There's a lot of older people. Who yeah. Do that. So like, you know, it's don't like get, a like, whole, uh, oh, yeah. like all the older people who still think being Irish is something to be ashamed about, who won't report certain things on their census data because of that. All it's very odd. There were um, like, I mean, as I mean, it's a real thing that they experienced in the past, but they the definitely think it's 60s, still happening. You have people going after Irish people. The 60s? Yeah. The KKK. Oh, yeah. You'd think living in Georgia, I would not every so often forget that they existed. <laughs> if only to live in a world. If um, only. Okay. Anyway, um, do you want to hear my soapbox of the episode? Sure, why not? Other than the ones that I've already given you. <laughs> sure, why not? This is the perfect get-together episode for Sean and Gus. And they missed their friggin' opportunity. How they've gotten together. Well, first of all, the starting flashback, both of them insisting that they don't want to get married or, in Sean's case, expressing disinterest in marrying a woman. I know. Gay. 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 First gay, of all, uh, they're both right there. Also, I relate heavily to Gus being like, we're in a fancy restaurant. I'm getting nachos. Me too, dude. Me too. Uh, same. Same. <laughs> all right. So, first of all, that would be a cute flashback to include on a getting together episode. It would. Because then you can just be like a like a later like a little reference of like mm-hmm. like I was never gonna marry a woman anyway type of thing like because they've already said it because they're basically married second <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh no second they both come to Gus's Ben wife's uh, family vineyard as a pair mm-hmm. and are being like very let's stick together with this as she like dances up to them and is like I've had a PI investigating you you guys have this business together it's super cute all you have to throw in is that she thinks that they're a couple that's all you have to throw in because that sort of misunderstanding is exactly the type of thing that Sean's just like yes and because he wants to run with it just long enough to get away with whatever he wants to get away with and that is the conceit for them to eventually get together in this episode because they're gonna have to pretend the entire time that Gus is cool with breaking up with her uh-huh. because he's in a relationship with the guy standing next to him. But they're not in a relationship. But they're not until but they're they fake are. Dating. It's a fake dating AU episode. Wow. Okay. <laughs> episode. Is this your demand for fan fiction? Yet? Oh, this is me outlining it on air. Oh, <laughs> like God. this is me oh, demanding God. that this happen. Okay. Oh, so they're like fake dating <laughs> right up until they aren't. Um, because, because in this episode that I am writing. Uh huh. Jan does not die, and they fall in love. Um, so this perfect. is me getting both of the things perfect, that I want. Perfect. So Jan and uh, Mira fall in love, and Gus and Sean in the end are like, "Oh, that's really cute." And then like, there's like this whole thing where they end up getting together in the end. And I don't have all of the details because I still have to figure out how Jan being alive influences what they do throughout this entire thing and how Mace works into it. Because Mace is going to be like the jilted ex. Mm-hmm. So Mace is like Jan's jilted ex, and so Jan has fallen in love with the Mark, which is a classic con man romance novel trope. Yes. So he's fallen in love with their Mark, and Mace is the partner who does not like that, but they're sleeping together on the side. And so he doubly doesn't like that. So mm-hmm. he's going to try to kill Mira. Mm-hmm. And so Gus is still going to get to save Mira, mm-hmm. and he's going to have that moment where he's like, I think I might still love her. And then Sean bursts into the room. Yes. And then Gus is like, no, actually, I think I love him because Gus lives for adrenaline and he doesn't want to acknowledge it. <laughs> and that's why he married her in the first place, because he's insane. Perfect. Um, Perfect. Anyway, here's my outline. 
it's not a demand. It is a larger quest, or I might write it myself when I'm done with darn grad school. Um, so this is two fixed now where I've made it more gay and thus made it better. Mm-hmm. Um, you're giving me that, that look again, like we're humoring the crazy person. Yes. This episode would have worked better as a get together. It okay. had the outlines okay. of a get together fake dating a you fic that somebody made too straight. Mm. Because it had the ex's wedding thing. Mm-hmm. Because that's just mm-hmm. mm, a mm-hmm. classic. Mm-hmm. And it had a con man in it. If you have a con man, you make him fall in love with the mark. How dare you? Obviously. <laughs> anyway. So that's uh, my soapbox for the episode is that this should have been at least 50% gayer. Okay. Or, sorry. Thereby. <laughs> so buyer. <laughs> <laughs> more by uh doubly by uh yeah so there's there's my soapbox the episode plus my little fic prompt of the episode i'm keeping the tradition alive okay gersh darn it that's basically oh also i think that henry definitely should have played a bigger part in this episode yeah he was like sort of there briefly mostly to complain and then he, they kicked him out. He was there, briefly showed up, ate a rib, and then left. That's it. That's, that's like God, all I did. to live that life. Uh, <laughs> I'm there to complain, eat a rib, and then leave. A, sing- uh, a singular rib. Just a rib. I hate that. If you just get one rib, how angry would you be if you only got one rib? I know. I know. I'm irritated for him. Um, Who serves ribs at a wedding? I would love to serve ribs at my wedding. I love ribs so much. Oh my god. I, I like every so often I'm like, maybe veganism would be interesting. And then I'm like, but ribs though. <laughs> so <laughs> like yeah. it's not even like burgers or anything. Ribs specifically. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh yeah. So uh justice for Henry and uh make it more gay. Okay. Them's my demands. Okay. <laughs> All right, it's audience participation time. Wow, I almost said that word. Audience participation time. There we go. <laughs> Grace, has anyone participated in the month we've had off? Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't think so. You haven't checked? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I haven't checked. Well, Opening Facebook on your phone. Stop it. I'm calling you out. Live on the air. We reached over 100 likes on Facebook. Oh, heck yeah. Thank you. Because when that happens, I get to see demographics. Ooh, cool. Fascinating. Well, the demographics on Facebook are different from the demographics everywhere else. So that'll be interesting to compare with the anchor demographics. Yeah. Not a lot of people (laughs) engaging with stuff. I mean. Yeah, that sounds about right. A few people liked my most recent meme that I made, (laughs) which was nice. Yeah, I saw that. I liked it. I was one of the people who liked that. Yeah, I saw that. If you would like to hear more of a certain thing, or if you would like to comment that I'm wrong, or that Grace is wrong, or something, uh, leave us a note or send us a voicemail on Anchor. That's a thing you can do. Uh, We may or may not ever play those on the show if we ever get one. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll find out when it happens. Maybe Mm -hmm. it'll be you. Uh, (laughs) As per usual, this is your invitation to send me something to make me argue with you on the air. As, as I have said in the past, come fight me, uh, mostly because I think it's fun, and uh, you should too. <laughs> a few weeks ago, somebody commented on the um, babysitting episode, where they're trying to find a, a babysitter for Vic. Oh, that one. Yeah. Somebody commented that they actually liked popcorn-flavored jelly beans, and I needed- Oh, a criminal. Yes. Okay, yeah. so we're, we're going to uh, disagree live on air. 
Yeah, I gross. I, I don't remember who you are. I'm so sorry. I they had, taste like fig butter. I've had a time. Also, it's been a while. It's uh, it, yeah. It's but we see a you. We yes. hear you. We disagree with you. Exactly. But you are valid. So <laughs> <laughs> we don't get quite a lot, but keep liking things. Keep following us. The ten or so people that give us attention on. Instagram. We Thank love you. Just we love you. Can, we love specifically. you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, it, it would be lovely to hear from you guys in a more direct way other than the likes, but the likes are awesome. It's nice to recognize that you guys are out there and we're not just talking to the microphone. Yeah. I do gesture and talk as if I am talking to the microphone as a person. You do. Uh, you do. It's and <laughs> it's as if the microphone can't see and hear me. I assume that you as a viewer can hear my uh, emphatic hand gestures. I know you can't, but a part of me thinks you can. Yeah. So please engage back. Otherwise, uh, I am slowly losing my mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the crazy pit. Crazy pit. I wish I knew what my brain was trying to say there. <laughs> Welcome to hell. <laughs> there. Are... I don't know what's happening. I don't know either. Send in stuff for our season finale that we'll be recording in a few weeks. How many episodes are we away from that? This is 11. This is 11. It's the 16th episode. So. Oh, so like five more? Maybe. More. All right. So yeah. if you send things in soon. Yep. Because we will probably be... be batch recording probably because uh, everything's crazy we're not batch recording today but we're probably going to have to soon mm -hmm. uh so you Based have scheduling stuff yeah whatever. so when this episode comes out it's probably your best window to mm -hmm. start commenting things about the finale episode of season two yeah so there's your warning <laughs> heated if you will um because yes, i would assume most people listening to this podcast have seen the whole show multiple times i don't think i don't know i, I would hope that they didn't not... you want okay so have you seen all of gilmore girls yes i have okay did you see all of gilmore girls before listening to gilmore guys yes i did oh okay see i mm, we're very different people I still haven't finished Gilmore Guys because every episode is like three hours. That's so valid, it's though. It's so much. Um, it's so much. Well, so my point is, is uh, how about a different random example? Because I was thinking that okay. maybe you started listening to Gilmore Guys as you were watching Gilmore Girls for the first time. Oh, absolutely not. Oh, okay. Uh, how about this? I started reading Doctor Who fan fiction in high school. Uh huh. Two years before ever watching a single episode of Doctor Who. Every single time it mentioned a character, I would wiki it. Okay. And so I know more about that show than a lot of things, but also I've seen most of the episodes maybe once. I've seen only um, nine and ten. Well, I've nine, seen nine is objectively the best. Um, Ten's <laughs> the best. <sighs> Criminal. Okay. Uh, you're no, but like you're so telling me that David Tennant isn't your favorite. He's my favorite as a person, but Nine is a fantastic doctor. Like, I just, I love Nine. Anyway, we will okay. argue about okay. this later. Okay, fine, uh, fine, No, whatever. but okay, so, like, I went and I read fan fiction for this thing before I ever watched it. And so I, I'm going to assume that someone in the world is listening to this podcast without watching a single episode of Psych, and that's funnier than anything else I can I would, think of. I would you, hope not. You, whoever you are, if you can hear me right now, you're a hero. <laughs> I would hope not because I hope so. 
two sides of the same coin. This is funnier than anything else, and I hope it happens. (laughs) If you are the one person who is listening to the show without ever having watched Psych, please, I want to meet you. I want to be best friends with you. If they had, I want us to be friends. They don't watch the show. Yes. They just listen to us. And I need you to interact with me and help me with my fic ideas because you are the best sounding board I can think of because you have no context. Interesting. (laughs) Yes. Okay. I love no context. (laughs) Excellent. Okay. Uh, Final thoughts. How'd you like the episode? Oh, God. Oh. (laughs) It's an episode that exists. I think it's... (laughs) Glowing review. (laughs) I love it. How many times have I said that? No, okay, so I I feel like if we ever have someone who is, like, interested in this enough to listen to these episodes more than once. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. I want someone to go through and find our final thoughts in, like, a one-sentence blurb <laughs> for each episode and put it, like, uh, like what do you call it, uh, letterbox style over a screenshot from that episode oh my god and like oh my this god. is an episode that exists is one that will show up so many times in like sarcastically absolutely completely oh gosh, genuine yes. way yes uh anyway so i just i need something like that in the future when we're done with like five seasons of this okay <laughs> okay but so my final thoughts mm-hmm. are i like the weird backstory that sean has no idea about and he is so confused i do love gus keeping secrets from i sean. love it I it's love funny it. every it's time so good. it's so good well because it, it's very much the your watson knows how to get around holmes exactly. like that is the best dynamic of sherlock holmes is that watson is the person who can pull the wool over his eyes because he knows him exactly. <laughs> like exactly so good and it's stupid correct it could be better yeah but it's still fun to watch it because there's parts that you don't really remember happening like i had forgotten that this was the one where they have the fight about the detective exam and sean just got a hundred when he was 15 which makes no sense because i do like how they both immediately agree that they should stop fighting and turn on Sean instead. But then it's very funny. <laughs> Best friends forever. I know. Because <laughs> they're like, oh we oh we hate each other. It's like uh, Sean, Sean, Sean's the enemy now. We, we hate him so much. <laughs> like, oh I hate him now. Mm-hmm. It's sorority girl mentality. It's so funny. <sighs> She's such a sorority girl and I love it. I love it. I I wish they would have fleshed out stuff just a little bit better. Like just a tad people are kind of like one note and there's no like nuance there's the hint that it could almost have nuance like if they just yeah. wrote like a few extra sentences i feel like these characters could have had a little bit more dimension mm-hmm. but they didn't. they didn't so they don't so they don't that's really about it i mean i wish there was more henry i wish there was more vic there's mm. barely any she, she got like one shot that's she it she did Always more buzz. I mm-hmm. I can never get enough of that freakishly tall man. I love him with all of my heart. I just had an idea. Oh, no. <laughs> it's oh, no. time to derail. No! All right, so I need you to, to let me know. Is there an episode where there is no Sean, no Gus, no Laster, and no Jules? No. Why not? They have all of these side characters, and they should definitely have an episode where the four of them are on a case, something goes wrong, and everyone else has to fix it. No. Mostly because later, they could write an episode showing what's going wrong for the four of them. No. 
I, I need it to happen, if not in real life. Everything. In fan fiction. The entire show revolves around Sean. I you know, you, you because it's to, in his head. You need to realize this. No, I know it. I just hate it. <gasps> and, uh, <sighs> every so often, it yeah. gets the inkling of almost being an ensemble piece. And I love those. Yeah. I love ensemble pieces. Characters but then it get, throws it away. Yeah. Characters get more, like, fleshed out. And people become more people as time goes on. Because right now it's like, oh, look at what Sean's doing. Mm-hmm. And all these people are watching him do it. And they're like in the background. You get more like backstory with Jules, Lassiter. It is a lot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's even worse with the movie. can't wait to figure out what that meant. <laughs> no, it just... It... His life is so sad. It's so sad. Oh, and he, he... I hate to break it to you, but uh, I think all of their lives are sad. I know. And then Jules Except is... for Chief Vic, who's uh, kicking ass. She is kicking ass. I, I love, love her so much. <laughs> but, yeah, Some title for this podcast, Chief Vic, we love her. <laughs> <laughs> like, more buzz, Chief Vic, we love her. More buzz. Uh, yeah. I don't really have that many other things to say, because it's just an episode, no, I, I wholeheartedly agree. My final thoughts <laughs> echo that. It is an episode that exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, could have been gayer. Yes. Uh, more Henry, more Vic, more Buzz. More dimension to anything. Mm-hmm. Please. Yeah. Just like, because this episode, mm, this episode was a story about Gus. It was mm-hmm. a story about a time where Gus was not with Sean. Mm-hmm. And the consequences of that story. But then it wasn't. Yeah. It was a story about Sean experiencing a story about Gus. Mm-hmm. Which right. is... You're right. It's like it could have been a Gus. More it could Gus. have been a Gus episode. More it Gus. was a Gus episode with barely any Gus. Yeah. Is what it felt like. He was in every shot, but he was barely in it. Okay. Would have liked more Gus and more Mira, because they have some chemistry. They do. And not they only do. that, I feel like... Okay, so this is me jumping back again. Okay. I, I feel like because she was obviously written to be girl Sean, mm-hmm. there are these moments where you can almost see him leaning back on the friendship that he has with Sean and having this like cool friendship with the woman he ended up marrying on accident. Mm-hmm. And like, it would have been really cool to see little bits of that where it's like, oh no, hold on. They make a good couple. As opposed to, oh, hold on, he should have divorced her faster. Which yeah. is kind of what they were leaning on instead. They were, made me kind of like, oh. And really? it's like, she obviously has some redeeming qualities, despite the fact that she's impulsive. Yeah. Because most of her problems revolve around the fact that she's going through a manic episode and she's impulsive. Mm-hmm. Like, neither of those are cardinal sins. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, being mentally ill as, is not a... Someone yeah. who experiences manic episodes every so often. It's not a sin to experience a manic no. episode and to chase your bliss. Mm-hmm. Um, I Yeah, I feel like there was so much potential mm-hmm. for these characters to be people Yeah, that was just left over there. You're right. So uh, I demand this episode be three times the length so that we can really mm-hmm. explore these characters in their backgrounds. Okay. Anyway, yeah, that's my final thoughts. It, I, I feel very similarly to how you feel. Yeah. I wish I would have more things to say because you have like guest stars and yeah. I feel like Carrie oh, Washington did a really good job. Yeah, I feel like I should have known who she was, other than the oh, fact that she was that in she was, um Scandal. I didn't watch Scandal. I didn't watch it either, but she was okay. She, no, she was I, on it. okay. So I kept thinking, who does she remind me of? And I was thinking, uh, what's her name? Bob Healer. 
Kristen Chenoweth. <gasps> she reminds me of Kristen. Oh Chenoweth. my god, yes. She's just Kristen Chenoweth. You're right. Yeah, I felt I kept feeling like I should know her from somewhere, and I think it might have just been that. I don't yeah, know. I think so too. So. Those are my final thoughts. We kind of got a little off topic. I feel like okay. I should have recognized her parents. Her they, parents seemed like they, they were, were like people. They, they were, were supposed to be people. people who was like we were supposed to be like. Oh, they got that person for this role. Yeah, I don't know. Actors, I don't know. I'm, but her I'm dad did look, look very familiar. He did. He had that face. Should we look it up? No, we okay. should not. <laughs> okay, no more wasted time. No more this wasted is time. The end of the episode. And, yes. All right. So, uh, we love you. Thanks for coming back after break. Yes. Yeah. Bye. Bye. This has been an episode. Yes, it has.